Roger Klein's Cantillon Tequila presents College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Brought to you by Bell Ford. See us at bellford.com or visit the Arizona Ford Giant at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix. Verizon Wireless. This is the 5G America's been waiting for. By College Bar and Grill at 740 South Mill Avenue in Tempe. The ASU fans home away from home. Roger Klein's Cantillon Tequila. Whether it's a margarita or one of our specialty recipes, Roger Klein's is Arizona bread and ultra smooth. Summer skates, personalized shower shoes or koozies for yourself or the entire team. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and order yours today. By OxyPal, our chemical-free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office. By M-Drive, you're not too old. M-Drive for energy, stamina, recovery. And by NCHC-TV and the NCHC. Subscribe to watch all of the action of the league's eight teams, home of college hockey champions. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila's College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans, college hockey fans, anywhere that you may be listening to us live tonight on the Podbean app. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by our friends at Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. And, of course, Roger Klein and the Peacemakers here in beautiful state of Arizona. Scott Strandy joining you from Scottsdale, Arizona, where it's a chilly 40-something degrees right now. And my co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from that palatial estate on Long Island, New York. Paul, how are you doing tonight? Uh, 40 degrees, huh? 47 degrees? Uh, I said 40-something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I had to put All my right. jacket on today, Paul. When I came put home, I had to put today? my jacket on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, listen. <laughs> you know, talk to me tomorrow. Uh, you know, while I hear there's a nor'easter coming your way. It's possible. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. It's probably going to be colder here than where you are. Uh, yeah, well, and, and we we know how this goes. A chance. I, I I I I don't know if this makes people cranky every week or not. That <laughs> this is always the first topic of conversation, um, mostly because I'm making fun of you. <laughs> You're right. Mostly because of that. <laughs> mostly um, because you know I, you know, because you keep telling me you're from Minnesota, but clearly. <laughs> Paul, that was 30 years ago. Yeah, your point? <laughs> I have thin blood right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Thinner blood than, than maybe uh, <laughs> Mike Haviland probably has right now after his team didn't score on a five-on-three and then oh. a post. Oh, goodness. Yeah, but, I can you know, I can feel the frustration right through the, uh, the uh, nchc.tv screen. Yeah. <laughs> How's that for a plug? Does that work? Right, listen, I'm all for it. That's that that's what we do, right? <laughs> Absolutely. That's professionalism at its best, baby. <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk college hockey. Let's specifically talk college hockey in the Southwest. We've got a great guest coming on tonight in about oh twelve minutes or so. We're gonna bring on another Arizona native, uh the goaltender, one of the goaltenders at St. Cloud State University, Jackson Castor is gonna join us. Uh, he's tied into the Awatuki area, and we know we've had the Stewart brothers on. So we're going to find out tonight from Jackson just exactly who the best basketball player is out of that group, or, or maybe the water basketball player uh, is out of that group. But we'll find out because he'll he'll give us a heads up. I'm sure of that. Um, we're looking for dirt because I'm all for that. <laughs> I know you are. That's, that's why. That's why I brought it up I, now, I, to I give Jackson some time that. to think about it. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, let's uh, see how political Jackson is and see whether or not he gives anybody up. It, it, it's going to be a lot of fun, I promise you that. Uh, he's in the pod. Uh, they have a night off tonight uh, in the NCHC pod. So we'll talk about them currently. St. Cloud State in second place in the NCHC behind the uh, Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs. And uh, I guess – Technically tied with North Dakota, but I, I bumped them ahead one because they don't have the the uh, tie column on there. But 
So, so we'll talk a little bit about that in just a few minutes. But uh, today, as always, is a Tuesday, which means that uh, Coach Powers and Arizona State had their uh, regular press conference, and they're getting ready to close out uh, this ridiculous road trip that they've been on. Um, it'll end on Saturday night, Friday, Saturday afternoon games. So Saturday night, they'll be all done with that until the second half of the phantom season, as we're going to call it from now on, because I have no idea what the schedule is for the next half of the season. But what was, anybody uh, else. what was the vibe today, Paul, when you, you tuned into the uh, press conference? Well, the, the, the tenor of the press conference was this. Um, the coach obviously is positive about things. You know, he goes, uh, you know, just the, the mindset of the team is they are just, you know, things have not gone their way, so to speak, uh, in the last three games, but they are that, quote, unquote, that close to being on a six-game winning streak and being on a six, you know, and listen, it is what it is. As Bill Parcells has said, you are what your record says you are. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, do I blame the do I do I think the coach is being Pollyannish? No, I don't think he is. Uh, anybody that thinks what they're doing is is easy is crazy. Okay. Um, I I I think it, when the question was asked today. Uh, despite everybody being so positive about being on these ro- on this road trip, uh, is everybody looking to forward to a, a, a few days of home cooking? And the answer was absolutely. And you know, um, does that mean that you know after about a week or so they they won't be itching to get back on the road, as the coach said? No, they probably will, because it's better than. Than, it's than better than home. it's better than the uh, ACHA alternative uh, and the ECAC, yeah, and, <laughs> and Ivy League, the, and the, and so Ivy forth. And so yeah, I yeah. mean, so so I mean, it is the right way to think to be grateful just to be able to play. Yeah, especially that's what you do, especially in twenty twenty, right? Because exactly. Uh, there are so many teams like you just mentioned that uh, didn't get the opportunity or that won't get the opportunity and teams that have tried to play and have had, had games canceled. I mean, we, we, talked on, we talked on Sunday about Minnesota state and how that that's been just an unbelievable thing for them. Every time they get ready to play, somebody else has got COVID issues and they can't play. And uh, right. Cause it hasn't been them. No, no. It's been everybody else that they've had to play, which right. is, which is a really right. insane, but um, so that being said, Paul, uh, we, and we kind of rehashed everything over the weekend on Sunday night show, so I don't think well, we need to do that. All but. right, well, no, we don't. Um, Coach said Johnny Walker is not going to play this weekend. Shocker. Okay. Not. He also said that the fact that they only know the next two games is actually helping them focus on these uh, two because they don't know what they you know, I mean, also a good point. Um, he's been happy with the. He was happy with the the changes that they made on the power play. Not all that happy with his pet with the penalty kill. Um, and he's still looking for a goalie to step up and make a big save when they need it. Yeah. Well, I, I can't agree with. I can't disagree with any of that, Paul. But. No. Um, so what they do have ahead of them is Ohio is State, Penn, uh, Ohio State, yes, yeah. on three uh, thirty in the afternoon in Arizona, um, both Friday and Saturday, um, right. which, which I like. I like those. I like I'm those games. Sure, you do. <laughs> I'm really okay like with that. it too. Don't get me wrong; it's fine yeah, with yeah, me too. Yeah. You know, uh, but, it's okay. But, it, but I know nobody wants to look ahead except me. But I'm going to tell you what they do have ahead. They uh, they played everybody in the Big Ten once except Minnesota, right? So they get to look forward to uh, four games against Minnesota and two against hopefully. everybody else. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, knocking on wood, doing anything we need to do uh, for and that. Speaking so, of Minnesota, by the way, just besides the fact that uh, uh, they're eight and zero, 
they're eight and zero, and we talked <laughs> about they are. They did move up past North Dakota in the poll. Um, their coach, Bob Motzko, was quoted as t- about the schedule today and said, we hope that the next games are the first weekend in January. We don't know. Right. Um, that's, you know, you know how it is when you talk and deal with coaches, you have to decipher and translate everything. Uh- I that really, sounds to me like uh, a coach that's frustrated that they don't have the schedule too. So, uh, considering that's quote unquote two for two, um, <laughs> and 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 my response to that is honestly, um, okay, I, and I get the frustration. Coaches don't like to not know things, but honestly, um, neither do even I. If they put neither out a, I, even Paul, if they my, put my hand, even, my hand is high. Yeah, uh, yeah, but you're yeah, okay. But the fact of the matter is, they could put a schedule out tomorrow and have to change it on on Thursday, and then have okay. to change it again on Friday. Okay. We we we've gone over this over and over. I again. know, I know. I'm, about... I'm just listen. You asked me what happened today, so yeah. I'm telling. You. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> all right. So so we kind of have a feel for that. Um, like I said, I doubt very seriously it'll be the first weekend in January because there'll still be guys missing at the World Juniors, but the second weekend of January. I could see that happening uh, quite quite likely. So yeah, I think everybody will. Okay. So let's take a quick break. Let's hear from a couple of our partners and let's come back and uh, bring on our uh, special guest tonight, the uh, goaltender at St. Cloud State University. Jackson Castor will be with us in two minutes. Thrilled to have you with us. The nation's top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen face-off. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. All right, still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? Any good cocktail is the quality of the spirit used. And if you want to make the best margaritas, or if you just want a straight shot of the best tasting tequila, then Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila is the brand for you. Award-winning Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails. Whether you're celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day. Find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S., Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, award-winning taste since 2011. All right, we're back. College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you from beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, the ASU alum, joining us from the beautiful palatial estate out on that island they call Long or Long Island uh, in New yeah, York. Yeah, you're going to send out. Are you going to send out the 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 um, the maintenance people to take care of the the grounds you know, before I write you another rent check. No, no, we'll we'll, we'll hold off on that because we'll wait for the snow and that nor'easter that's coming your way. But it, awesome. it's time <laughs> it's time to introduce our special guest tonight, uh, the goaltender from Saint Cloud State University, the Arizona native, Jackson Castor is with us. Jackson, Scott, and Paul, with you. Thanks for joining us tonight. What's up, guys? Thanks for How having you doing? me. You know, I, I joked with Paul. I said, I think we got to get Jackson out there any way possible. And here's why. Because uh, we got to find out who wins the summer basketball games in the pool or on the court against you and the Stewart boys, Riley and Connor. So uh, let's get to the bottom of it. Who's the best basketball player of you three? I mean, it's it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh... 
Uh, oh, I love uh, being honest. Now we're talking uh, my language. But uh, yeah, it gets pretty competitive in there, and uh, it's a good time in the summer. So, all right. So, because so, you win, do you have to do the trash talking, <laughs> or or do they do it and you just shut them up by putting the ball in the basket? Yeah, I just let my uh, playing do the talking for me. Just help all right. Okay. So, Jackson, before we leave that topic, what's the what's the uh, the most competitive in the pool basketball or on the on the court? Uh, the pool for sure because yeah. uh, fouls are encouraged. <laughs> oh, I'm say, you guys even bother with those? <laughs> no, not at all. But uh, beautiful. That's the yeah, way. It's like pretty physical. Yes. Okay. Yes. There's there's so many things to to talk about, but uh, I want you to tell us a little bit about. Uh, your hockey career to date, because you've bounced around, you've been some different places, you've played a lot of hockey. Uh, when we look over and, and we see what you did uh, as a kid growing up here in Arizona and playing with the uh, Junior Coyotes and all the things that have happened there. So go ahead, just give everybody a quick overview about your career. Yeah, uh, so I started playing um, like mini mites when I was um, in kindergarten. I think it was up at the uh, Chandler Ice down there. It was the polar ice back then. Were you uh, always a goalie? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then started playing travel mites with the uh, polar bears um, all the way up through Bantams. And then um, my second year of U16s, I went over to uh, Scottsdale and started playing AAA um for the junior coyotes and then played two years there and then i was lucky enough to go to dubuque my first year of juniors after high school and then um third year of juniors got traded to shreveport which was awesome and then um was lucky enough to come here to st cloud what was what was that like what was uh i mean we know about dubuque i mean uh that's that's pretty pretty notable what was Shreveport like to, to play junior hockey in? It was unbelievable. Um, okay. The rink was old, but uh, the atmosphere was insane. And um, I don't think the fans knew the difference between the NHL and the NHL. So uh, they thought it was uh, pro hockey and they were pretty crazy. And uh, we had a pretty good team and uh, it was a lot of fun. I had a blast. Uh, you guys won the championship in that year, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Right. Yeah. So what was that? What was was that? And since you didn't start the season there, um, did it? I mean, is it like anywhere else where it just ramps up even more for the playoffs in, in the buildings? Yeah, I mean, playoffs. The atmosphere was crazy. They had they had a whiteout and the rally towels were going, and uh, we actually didn't win one away game in playoffs. We just won all home games. Really? Yeah. So uh, we kind of did it the hard way. But, uh, yeah, each series went five games and actually played Connor in the South Finals, which was cool, and uh, it was fun to play against him, finally. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, it was fun to beat him, too. Oh, yes. Yes. That's what, yes, 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 yes. No, I love so, <laughs> so, now, when you say it's an old building, I mean, is it one of those buildings where, because clearly you're saying it was it was an insane asylum there. Um, could you feel that? I mean, was the building almost shaking? Was it one of those types of? It was like a... Uh... It was like an old, like, rodeo um, coliseum, I guess. But uh, you know the saying, Elvis has left the building? Right. That was uh, at that um, coliseum, I guess. So <laughs> it's that old. No, well, <laughs> well, no, listen, I'm just, I'm just asking because, I mean, you know, when, when I was younger – you know, I I went to hockey games when I was in college. When I was there, that the the Roadrunners played at the Coliseum when they were in the International League, and mm -hmm. and people don't realize how great that building was uh, for a hockey game when you when you jammed it up, how loud it got in there. So, uh, you know, people probably feel that way about where you were. Uh, 
it's like they have a hockey rink there right because <laughs> you know it's and, and and those old barns there's there's a reason that those are great places to play mm-hmm. and 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 having people jammed in there is 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 one of those reasons it's like um, you know, the Nassau Coliseum might be an old building, but ask anybody if they want to play in there when the crowd goes crazy. Yeah. Uh, we had to walk through the, uh, the stands to get to our bench too. And really? Yeah. The away team had to walk through the stands also. So that made it a pretty tough place to play, I think. And part of the reason why we had such success there. It was just did unique. Have, yeah. Did they have to put awnings and coverings over the walkways <laughs> to the visiting team? No, I don't. I don't think the fans were that uh, brutal, but um, I'm sure some uh, foul language was used. Really? Uh, that is shocking. To be honest, I've never heard that kind of stuff at a hockey game. Certainly not on the ice. <laughs> okay, so so Jackson, just to just to fill you in, I'm uh, a Minnesota native, so I grew up uh, just outside of Bemidji and. Uh, St. Cloud State uh, is it, something that's very familiar to me along with everywhere else in uh, hockey land or the state of hockey. But what was it like for you to make the decision to go to St. Cloud State? And was there a culture shock a little bit coming from Arizona and Shreveport? I know you had some time in Dubuque, but uh, what did you think of St. Cloud State, the weather, all that stuff? Um, yeah, I love it, man. It's I think it's an awesome place. I think um, the guys and the people – make St. Cloud what it is and why it's so great. But um, didn't really have culture shock. I had culture shock when I first moved to Iowa. Yes. Um, in Dubuque. <laughs> the uh, first winters there were pretty brutal. But, um, yeah, I think it's my fifth or sixth year in the Midwest, and I'm getting pretty used to it. Never get used to it. Never get used to it. I grew up in New York, <laughs> and you never get used to it. I'm telling you now. I mean, uh, of course, you know, you're in your early 20s, and, and I'm 56, but that's not anything to do with any of it. <laughs> okay, so you, like everybody else, were caught up in this craziness pandemic uh, called COVID-19 that, that overtook us. And um, if you can, tell us what it was like uh, when you first found out about it and, and what it's been like trying to prepare because uh, Paul and I have had this discussion with just about everybody on our college hockey podcast. And uh, it's strange this year because every it's like every team for itself or every conference for itself. And we'll get into the pod in a minute, but just tell us what it was like when you found out the season was coming to an end and then just trying to prepare for what eventually became a season in, uh, in December. Yeah, so um, we were in Western Michigan um, getting ready to play our first playoff series against the Broncos there, and um, there was rumors about COVID going on and uh, rumors about there being no fans and playing, and um, we're watching ESPN and Rudy Gobert in the NBA. He's touching all the microphones, um, just joking around, and then next thing we know, (laughs) our game gets canceled, and we're on a bus back to – St. Cloud, and then wow! I mean that yeah. that would be that would be shock in itself. And then and then, how did the summer go for you? How do you prepare? I mean, we talked to every player, and some have said you know they they had disbelief. Then there came a realization that everybody was in it together. Then it became okay. The NHL is going to play their playoffs, and everybody was watching hockey, or some people were, some weren't. Uh, what was it like for you this summer? Yeah, so um, I went back to Awatuki, and uh, I was there for about a month and then um, got pretty bored and uh, missed the boys. So I went back to St. Cloud in June, and uh, we started working out and skating there. Um, And it was just long, but it was fun to be around the guys and uh, just enjoy a long offseason and work hard together and uh, um, we're really happy we're finally playing hockey. That's all I can say. Okay, so, and I like to ask this question, especially when I see stuff in people's bios. Uh, your bio on, 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 on the website said, 
you like to watch sports as well as play them. So were you watching all the hockey during the summer? Yeah, of or course. Or you watch everything else? Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> yeah, I watch hockey and then uh, love watching football and then like playoff baseball and basketball is good too, I guess. So uh, I so I assume then that when they were having four and five games on a day, you were into all of that because I was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it sounds like an obvious question, but the Coyotes, somebody else? Yeah, individuals? Coyotes. I love watching the Yotes, especially in the playoffs there against Nashville. That was fun to watch. And then I uh, kind of grew up a Detroit Red Wings fan because my dad's from uh, Michigan. Okay. Um, and were you were you always focused on the goalies when you watch, or you just watch everything? Yeah, I was a a huge Dominic Hasek guy. As with and nobody could blame you for that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And then uh, Brian Boucher when he was with the Yotes and Sean Burt, guys like that. Okay, so so let's jump to the pod where you currently are now. And as I said earlier, um, it's like every conference for itself, right? ASU is is being adopted by the Big Ten and playing everything on the road. NCAT came up with a very unique plan, and and you know we're two thirds of the way through it just about now, and it, it seems like everything's going real well. But give us a feel for the pod. What's it like uh, from the day you got there until right now? Yeah, I think they're doing a an amazing job. Um, we're in a hotel here with uh, Duluth and Western. And they shut off the hotel to the public for us. So it's just us three teams and the hotel staff, and they're taking real good care of us. And uh, the rink, um, it's fun because uh, you're seeing all the teams walking around. You're watching all the games, and um, every team in this conference is good. So if you don't, bring it one night uh you might get embarrassed but um it's really competitive and um it's a lot of fun um so now this is a, a question that comes up um is this is it possible to have too much time with the guys no <laughs> okay listen i listen i totally understand that <laughs> because you ask every athlete when they're done playing what they miss the most and that's always the first answer. So I understand that, but it's a question, you know, that 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 needs to be asked, especially when you guys are all in that one space. Does it help to have those other teams around? Uh, yeah. I mean, it reminds you that you're not in it alone. I mean, it's like a it's like a pee wee kids dream. It's like a <laughs> three week long <laughs> tournament. So when we were looking at this. Uh, and I made the comment to Paul and anybody else that would listen to me, Jackson, and I said, um, I think the NCHC did it right because of the pod and the way to start it out and get everybody there and get all your your game uh, game legs and everything in shape. But as a goaltender, what were your thoughts coming into this? Because you got two other goaltending partners uh, in your tandem. I guess we can call it that. But uh, what was it like for you? With that? Did, did uh, Coach Larson give you any – um, heads up on, hey, we're going to be using everybody or it's going to be a, a see-all-things-go type thing? Or how did that all come about? Yeah, I think his message was uh, we're going to need everybody for this um, this pod. It's it's kind of like a pro-like schedule. And um, he said it's anybody's net, really. But uh, David Rennick, he's a senior, and he's been playing the past four years and doing a pretty good job. So, um He's been getting most of the playing time, but um, me and Joey Lamoureux, our other goalie, um, uh, been pushing him in practice, and David's been pushing us too, and it's been a good uh, healthy competition, and um, it's a lot of fun to uh, compete with those guys every day. Yeah, see, I was going to ask about that. Um, when you're used to playing almost all the time, um, and, and now all of a sudden you have to wait your turn. Even though the guy in front of you has basically been an all-conference goalie for three years, does it get a little frustrating sometimes? Um, no, I think you just got to control what you can control. And okay. um, 
at the end of the day, just be a good teammate and uh, just try and get better every day and um, try and learn from your goalie partners and uh, just compete, I guess. So tomorrow night you guys get uh, North Dakota, and I, and I joked with Paul about this as well. I said there's never an off night in the NCHC or maybe if you play in the Big Ten or whatever, but sometimes during college hockey you can get a team that might not be as, as impressive during a uh, non-conference series or something like that, and you kind of can reset and do the things that you want to do. But um, now it's North Dakota again. You guys started off, you beat Western, then you beat Denver, um, then you beat Omaha, and you uh, didn't really run into a bump until Western uh, in that fourth game. But how do you prepare for a team like North Dakota, or you just worry about yourself? Uh, I mean, obviously they're really talented and have a bunch of depth throughout their lineup. But, um, yeah, we've just been focusing on our game plan, and um, I think when we stick to that, uh, we're a pretty tough team to beat. By the way, I want to apologize because uh, Sunday night, during, uh, well, before you guys were <laughs> long done, uh, I, I, I I put the Maloik on you guys and, and said that you guys uh, have been the surprise team so far uh, in the season. Uh, not that you guys weren't good. It's just in that league, uh, you can get buried sometimes because of the teams at the top. And, and I'm sorry I made you guys lose the, on Sunday night. I, I really apologize for that. Um, take, take that to Coach Larson. Tell that to the coach. That, that tell that to the coach. And tell him it's my fault. And, uh, and, 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 and you can go from there. And, and this way he doesn't put any pressure on you guys tomorrow night. You know? um, and I, I'll take it back so this way uh, you guys can go get him tomorrow night. Appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> So when you got to play on uh, last uh, the Sunday before against Omaha, how far in advance did you know you were going to play, and were there some nerves for it being the first game of the season? Um, I knew the night before, and uh, yeah, there's some nerves first game of the season, not playing a game in about a year. But uh, I think you just got to embrace those nerves and just go out and play the game you know how to play so um once you got out there it's it's a lot of fun and the environment at uh Baxter Arena is pretty cool so um yeah it was fun um is it is it a cliche because it's true that once you guys once the puck drops and you get that first puck to hit you etc that it just kind of all falls back into place or did it take you a few minutes to kind of be like Oh yeah, we are playing. Yeah, I think uh, after the first whistle, it's it's kind of like riding a bike, and um, it's pretty routine. So uh, yeah, once I uh, got the few uh, first shifts under my belt, um, it was felt like mid mid season shape. So Paul and I have had a chance to watch your style, but for those that haven't. Tell them what kind of goaltender you are. What do you like to do, and and how will we know when Jackson's on his game? Um, no, I'm on my game when I'm hopefully not letting in any goals. But, uh, <laughs> no, good <I> answer. Just, <laughs> I try to be uh, simple and um, pretty technical, but um, when I need to be athletic and um, be able to make those big saves, um, I like to play the puck. And, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, simple and trying to use my size to my advantage. Uh, you said you were a big Hashik guy. Uh, what kind of stuff did you kind of borrow? Because that's a much nicer word than steal uh, from his style. Because I don't really think he had a style. He just flopped all over the place. No, that's why I loved him. He uh, <laughs> competed and super unorthodox, but uh, he always figured out a way to get it done. And um, it's what you love to watch. I mean, it's super. I, I don't think there's a more fun goalie to watch in the history of the NHL. Because so. they don't teach you to play like him. Yeah, no. There's no one <laughs> like him. So speaking of teaching, uh, you had a lot of great coaches right here in, in the uh, the Phoenix Metro. I know when you were at the Junior Coyotes and, and growing up, but 
who really helped you along and, and really moved you to the next level when you're playing for maybe the uh, the junior coyotes um yeah i think i started taking hockey seriously um i was playing with uh the arizona hockey union and sean hill and mike fukinich were my coach and then um mike DeAngelis at uh the junior coyotes was always good to me and i didn't really have a a full-time goalie coach until I got to Dubuque and I started working with uh, Matt Millar. She's with the LA Kings now. And um, I learned a lot from him and um, I'm still using stuff that he taught me three, four years ago. So he's probably the biggest um, influence on my game today. I'd say, you know, I know you've been around uh, the league a little bit, uh, for a while now, so I'm sure people have gotten to know you from from other uh, teams and other announcers and broadcasters. But does does Phoenix, Arizona, next to your name, uh, still draw uh, a little raised raised eyebrow at times? Yeah, I mean the amount of times they say hockey hotbed Phoenix, Arizona, like in a sarcastic <laughs> manner. I think it's every single game I play they say that, but. Um, <laughs> It's nice to see it um, on other teams. And Phil Nyes is here in Miami, and um, yeah, it's just fun to look on the um, lineup chart and see another guy from Arizona. Um, I think we all take uh, a little bit of pride being from here and making it this far. So, see, it's funny because uh, when 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 you first came on, you said. Uh, talked about Awatuki and going up to Chandler to play. And to me, that, <laughs> cracks, me up because <laughs> it, it, that cracks me up because I don't even think Awatuki was, I mean, it was there by name, but that was about it when I was in school. So uh, when I hear that, it, that Chandler barely existed when I was, so that cracks me up. So I, I, I get the whole geography thing. Uh, what's the weirdest question you've gotten from anybody when 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 that comes up if you can um, ask if you can answer yeah i mean the the main one is they always ask if there's even ice in arizona <laughs> oh, you people got to come up with better quite a better weird question than that come on people yeah. uh yeah, is that's... there ice there we have there's refrigeration just about everywhere people come on yeah that's probably the one that like um i get the most but um I get asked uh, if I know Austin Matthews. Then <laughs> um, those two. Right, so I can live with that. At least that's like, you know that's that's a better question. Is there's ice there? I mean, geez. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're we're. Do you know Austin the... Matthews? <laughs> um, it's okay if you don't, because I don't either. No, I was was a shooter tutor for a few skates, but. Um, I'm not like friends with him or. <laughs> well, I, well, neither am I. So we're even. I mean, I'm just, I'm just asking. So, so let's get back to some seriousness here, Jackson. You guys got a couple really? of games left in the in the pod, and then uh, then you get a little time off, and then things start up where you start going back to somewhat of a normal schedule, and you make some travel tips trips, and you have some games at St. Cloud. Give everybody down here that hasn't had a chance to maybe see St. Cloud. Uh, the National Hockey Center there. What's it like normally there? I, I know the fans are, are fill the place and are very supportive, but have you thought about what it's going to be like to have to play there without them? Um, hopefully we get some fans, but, um, yeah, it's weird, especially here playing without fans. Um, that's what makes the Herb so great is the, uh, the atmosphere and how passionate the fans are. Um but no, I haven't thought about playing there without any fans. Um, but uh, the Herb, especially against rivals like uh, North Dakota and Duluth, that place gets packed with <laughs> um, both Duluth and North Dakota fans, and it's it's a crazy atmosphere. Yeah, you, I don't know the geography of it, and I, although I know that North Dakota fans travel everywhere. Uh, how close is 
is St. Cloud to Duluth uh, and or North Dakota? You guys know better than Iowa. Um, I think Grand Forks is about three hours from St. Yeah, Cloud. Yeah, you're close. About three, three and a half hours either way. And Duluth's about an hour. Yeah. Okay. So it's not bad. And, and uh, you know, for people that don't know the, the competition in Minnesota, I mean, you've got uh, in the NCHC anyway, you've got North Dakota right there. You've got Duluth. You've got, uh, uh, you know, not, not a long drive to Omaha or however you get there. And then you've got, of course, Denver and CC out there and then Western and Miami on the other side. But you also get to play some, normally some non-conference games against teams like Minnesota State and uh, Bemidji State. So w- what was it to been like so far in your career to play some of those places um, that aren't in your conference but still games that are very competitive? Yeah, I mean, it's fun. Uh, my first two starts were against uh, Mankato and then the Gophers. And <laughs> playing the Gophers uh, in Minnesota was um, super cool for one of my first games. And my family was out there, and that was super special. Um, but, yeah, it's crazy how passionate the fans are in Minnesota and um, makes it a lot of fun to play in front of them. All right, my final question. I don't know if Paul's got one more or not, but um, you've seen the growth down here. You obviously left to play hockey other places, but the way things are growing down here in the Southwest and the competitiveness, was that something you thought growing up in Ahwatukee that, hey, you know what, maybe Arizona State will have an NCAA hockey team. Maybe uh, there'll be an AHL team in Tucson. Did those things even enter your mind back then, or did you go, ah, I don't know? Yeah, and I, like younger, I didn't think that would ever be a possibility, like a like a weird dream or something. But um, right when ASU announced they were getting a program, um, I'm like, wow, that's awesome, and uh, I love to see like how they're growing the game and down there, and um, it's just great for hockey and um, seeing guys uh, go to the USHL like Riley and. Uh, Matthew Nyes and having like um, NHL central scouting stuff like that and commitments. It's just great to see. Um, you kind of mentioned it. And so I'll just, I'll just, you, obviously you see the uh, Nyes from, from, from Miami who on a regular basis, cause they're uh, when you play non-conference teams and, 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 and the like, do, do, is there always kind of a wink and a nod with those guys too that are maybe not even from Arizona, but from the 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 odd place that you would be like, oh wow, I didn't know anybody from there played. Yeah, um, yeah, especially Arizona. Um, if you're playing against a guy uh, across the ice from you, you're always um, give them a nod in warm ups or something, but. Um, yeah, guys you play in juniors that are from California or guys you see at regional camps. Um, it's just always cool to see them that made it this far. And, um, yeah, it's awesome to see how much the game's grown. Well, Jackson, uh, thanks for joining us, uh, tonight. I yeah, know it's thanks uh, a lot. A little later there in the pod, and I know you got a big game tomorrow against North Dakota. So, continued success uh, both for you and the uh, St. Cloud State Huskies. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. We'll be watching. Good luck. Yep, absolutely. My my phone. I got a phone call in the middle of it, so let me finish that. Uh, Coach Larson and I are both bulldogs, so uh, uh, tell them to stay away from Sandlin when you're in the same motel. Okay. All right, thank Thanks, you, Jackson, Jackson. Caster. Have a good one. Yeah, absolutely. From St. Cloud State University, Paul and I are going to take a quick break. We are going to come back and uh, talk a little more college hockey in about three minutes. Free game like a pro, post game like a champion at College Bar and Grill. Located in downtown Tempe at 740 South Mill Avenue, College Bar and Grill is the place for the best local craft beers, tasty food, and Tempe's best atmosphere for Arizona State Athletics. A short walk from Sun Devil Stadium or Desert Financial Arena. 
Stop by for lunch or dinner, game day or any day. College Bar and Grill. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by a fence of ribs? I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's barbecue. Located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. The nation's top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen face-off. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on nchc.tv. At the heart of any good cocktail is the quality of the spirit used. And if you want to make the best margaritas, or if you just want a straight shot of the best tasting tequila, then Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila is the brand for you. Award-winning Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails, whether you're celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day. Find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S., Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Award-winning taste since 2011. All right, we're back. College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you from beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, out on beautiful Long Island, New York. Um, Paul, it's always great to have uh, another Arizona native to talk about uh, at a high level of play, at least, in the uh, the. Uh, NCHC, NCAA hockey at St. Cloud State. So just your thoughts on uh, our conversation. Uh, well, listen, it's, uh, it's, it's always fun to get uh, some of these stories and, and some of these observations from people, uh, especially uh, ones you don't know. And, you know, and when he's, when they've been in situations like, he was in uh, playing in Shreveport. You know, listen, I know there's hockey everywhere, but it's still uh, when you get a chance to ask somebody a, a question of what it's like to play in a place like that, it's still fun to hear the, the, the answers. Um, you know, what can you say uh, about what they do in the NCHC? Um, you know, it's it's unfortunate that, you know, those teams are not going to play in front of too many fans. Uh, he, he did kind of give you a description of what it's like to play at the uh, Herb Brooks National Hockey Center. Um, That'll be the Herb to you. Uh, no. No. <laughs> I don't care what they I, – I don't care what they call it. Um, it's – that's <laughs> district to me, that is disrespectful. Uh to the people that they've named these buildings after it's like, and, and, and I, I'll, I'll, you know, when the Red Wings played in Joe Lewis arena, they would be like, Oh, they're playing at the Joe. No, 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 no. It was Joe Lewis arena. Yeah, it a, exactly. it's, it's the guy's name was well, not the Joe. That that's why I called it the National Hockey Center because that's what I knew it by from all the time that I uh, had been there and by there and all those different things. So, wow, um, that's not even the pet peeve I was talking to you about before, yeah. the, before we started the show. <laughs> no, okay. So so we got a little ASU talk in. We got a chance to visit with uh, Jackson and, and talk a little bit about the NCHC and specifically St. Cloud State, who will be facing off against North Dakota again tomorrow, tomorrow night. night. Uh, they are one of the 
two teams that beat North Dakota. So that'll be an interesting hockey game tomorrow night, 6.35 p.m. Mountain Time. Um, then they will go uh, against Colorado College uh, two Who days just later. just took a one-nothing lead, by the way. Ah, good stuff, good stuff. Grant Shanks uh, got his third goal in two games. Yeah, he's uh, a player. Yeah, I've been time. I've been pushing Jerry Cross to let me have uh, Grant on for a show, so hopefully we'll get him on uh, maybe Sunday night. Uh, let's I see. think it'll be I think it'll be easier to get some of those players when they're out of the pod. Yeah, yeah, and um, even course, though we got Jackson tonight, they're going to close out uh, Saint Cloud State against Denver on the twentieth uh, of December. That'll be their final games in the pod for them. Um, they had so, a big win today. Yeah, I was just going to say, that leads me into Denver. So tell us a little bit about what you're seeing from Denver so far. We talked about the ridiculously difficult schedule they had to start the pod, but now things are evening up a little bit, and they're getting their legs under them and things like that. So um, uh, let me quickly, before you jump into Denver, let me tell you what the standings are currently. Uh, Minnesota Duluth with 17 points, St. Cloud State and North Dakota with 12 each. Omaha Gee, I, I, I can't imagine why you wanted to put the standings in there. <laughs> Omaha 11, Denver with 10, uh, Colorado College, and, uh, well, actually, Western Michigan's got seven, uh, Colorado College with five, and Miami with four. So uh, that's the point totals uh, as we stand right now. Um, okay, so jump into Denver. What have you seen with uh, with Denver uh, so far, Paul? Well, listen, what, what I've seen from Denver is – you know, they play their game. You know, when you watch them, it's not like you don't know what you're going to see. All right, they they they're not too dissimilar. You know, when you it's 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 they they're a high skilled team. They play defense first. They always have good goaltending. Um, you know, they 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 play this afternoon against. Uh, Western Michigan, and you know they were up two to one. And Western comes out in the third period, and and gets a quick goal to tie the game up. And like two minutes later, Denver retakes the lead. You know, and 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 that's just a, a character of that team. Um, they're to me they're a mirror image of your Bulldogs. Uh, they they play pretty similar the same way they 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 kind of choke you off and choke you off and choke you off and sometimes it looks like that you know that wow this team's ranked this high you know you know before you know it they won the game anyway um, because <laughs> they take advantage of their opportunities and don't give up a whole lot they really don't um, and. You know, even though they're they're miss you know they're missing a guy or two, like most of the top teams are. You know that it that that it doesn't matter. They're just so deep and so talented that that you can miss one or two guys, and and still you know and, and still be as good as anybody in the country, and. You know, once again, they lost three to start the season. If they come out of the pod six and three, are you going to be surprised? No. No. Nope. Nobody would be. Nope. Exactly. Uh, I just want to jump back to uh, St. Cloud State because uh, when I was looking at their schedule, I, I wanted to mention this. If they're going to finish the pod uh, versus Denver, then it's going to be four straight games between them and Duluth. You yeah, that's how weird, far weird, that was. Like, yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you were wondering how far Duluth was. Well, it's going to become a lot closer over the next, the first two weekends of 2021 because they will, uh, they will play in St. Cloud on January 1st. They'll go to Duluth on uh, January 2nd. They'll go to Duluth again on January 8th, and they'll come back to play St. Cloud uh, in St. Cloud uh, on the 9th. So they will get their fill of the Bulldogs. And uh, one of those teams may separate themselves or they may come out of it Dead 500 after that's four games. Well, see, the the interesting thing about that is it's kind of why the NHL regular season is so different from the playoffs. You know, especially now that the the league has 30-plus teams. 
and you're not playing the teams in your division as much because even because now the divisions are seven or eight deep. It's not like the old days where you had five teams in a division and you were playing 30 divisional games. You were playing six, seven, eight times a year. Um, so, so it's almost going to be like a mini playoff series. And, and I'll bet you, you might not notice it the first game, but I guarantee you by that third or fourth game in a row, the tempers yeah. will get there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Regardless yeah, of who wins. Absolutely. Um, okay, so Colorado College and I was just taking a 2 nothing lead with uh, 10.49 or so to go in, in period number three. So it's an unassisted goal by uh, Patrick Cozy. Cozy? Am I saying yeah. that right? Cozy. It yeah. could be. I don't know if it's, it's probably. Uh, well, here we say Cozy, but who knows? Yeah, it could be. Who knows? Um, probably Cozy. But let's, but let's say they're up, they're up to nothing. So Colorado College again starting to make their uh, uh, little bit of move in the uh, in the standings. Another win tonight would be good. That would even their record, I think, to two two and one. Um, so tell us what you've seen from Colorado College. And we talked a lot about them getting to the pod late and what that was right. like. But but how have they been in your eyes since since they got to the pod? Well, I I, th- I definitely think they struggled in those first couple of games because everybody had some game action and, and game conditioning on them, unlike CC did. Um, then they played uh, Duluth and, and took advantage of probably a, a, a Duluth. I don't want to say letdown because that's not fair, but... You know, Duluth had played like three games in four days, and they were still pretty fresh. And that's just a product of the schedule. And and now they're they're you know they're seven and a half minutes away from from getting another win here uh, against Miami. So, you know, and and they're being opportunistic. They've had a couple of really good, nice goals, a couple of pretty goals, and and actually, there's no such thing as an ugly goal. They all count, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So, so, so we got Colorado College and Denver uh, taken care of, and uh, our last remaining team in our our coverage area, if you will, would be the Air Force uh, Falcons. They took on vacation. Uh, yeah, they well, they took a week off last week to uh, play some exhibitions against the U.S. Uh, National Team Development Program, and uh, came all the four four tie, and then. Uh, 3-1? Is that, that the score escapes me for the last game? I think it was a 3-1 uh, it's, Team USA yeah. win. But, uh, you know, we've talked to Coach Territory a couple times now, and we know what his end game is, where he wants to be at the end. And is there a point, though, Paul, do you think that he starts to go like, um, yeah, uh, I think we got to start scoring some goals and winning some games I, here? I, because I, I don't know because they might have the oddest schedule. Because they don't play again now until yeah. January 2nd. Right. right. So, you know, they played those two games against uh, Robert Morris. Uh, you know, they played the two games at AIC. Then they played two home games against Robert Morris. And they're going to go six to seven. It's almost like an exhibit. I, I don't even know how to describe how you how you prepare for that. And you're still going to go another five weeks without playing. And obviously, it's not anybody's fault, but that's going yeah. to be, that's got to be weird. You just kind of start to get your sea legs under you <laughs> or your plane legs in this case. And, and then and, you and jump. You got to stop. As I talked about St. Cloud State and Minnesota Duluth, uh, here's Air Force again. The second and the third, they're going to Niagara. Then they uh, come back home, and then the eighth and the ninth they go to Mercyhurst, and uh, it isn't until uh, the fourteenth and fifteenth of January where they get Army uh, at Air Force. So, I mean, yeah, but that's, that's that's not the same thing. That's at least you're playing three weeks in a row there. They're not. Oh yeah, playing yeah, at all. Right. No, I know it, it's it's just so unusual that it's almost. Uh, I don't know what the word is for it, but the word for it is 2020. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll go with you on that one, my friend. 
Okay, so unless you've got something else to throw out there, you got a couple of tidbits you want to throw up before we wrap up tonight? Well, I, I know that uh, we were supposed to have Alex Heinert on from uh, NCHCTV.TV, uh, and he had a, an issue he had to take care of. Uh, I'm glad that for his sake, I, apparently he'll be back in the booth tomorrow or part of the booth tomorrow. I don't know if he's doing it from home or he's going or he went back to Omaha, but whatever it is, I'm glad it's okay enough where he'll be back on the air tomorrow. So I'm glad that'll, that worked out, whatever it was. And I'm certain that we will get Alex back on because uh, he was really uh, upset that he couldn't come on with a Sunday night. So we'll shoot to get him back on again as soon as possible. Yeah, no, that'll be good. I, but I just, you know, I just want to pass on the word to, 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 uh, because of, you know, that's what I heard. You know, when I heard this afternoon, that uh, the guys doing the game now are talking about this, you know, the the schedule for the next few or four or five days because uh, one of the analysts is leaving and and they're switching it up and and they said Alex was going to be back so I'm just glad that whatever it was that it's taken care of enough where he can get back because you get whenever you hear anything like that this year you get nervous. Yeah, absolutely. And then I'm going to let you talk about my Bulldog captain that was forced to retire. Yeah, Parker McKay, uh, you know, he's only two years removed from that second national championship. Or did he did – he played on both of those teams, right? He, he did. And sure actually, he did. you and I had a chance to visit with him right yeah. here in, uh, um, in uh, Gila River Arena. And so I just saw the headline today that said he had to retire for health reasons. Uh, they said we're not COVID related. Um, so whatever that although, is, although although he did have COVID in Europe and uh, recovered from it, so okay. Well, whatever it is, best of luck to him. Um, you know, whatever it is, hopefully they got it taken care of so he can live a long, healthy life from this point on. Even though uh, I'm sure that he'll miss hockey. Um, Someone will, someone will reach out to a guy like that. He was a captain, so uh, the character is obviously there. Someone will reach out to him, and he'll, he'll, I'm sure if he wants to stay in hockey that he will. Yeah, he definitely wants to. He said that uh, publicly that he wants to stay around the game, do something at the coaching level or something. So, uh, yeah, we wish all the best to Parker uh, and his family and hope that everything is uh, – Something that he can deal with. Like you say, he's got a long life ahead of him. Hopefully. Okay, well, let's wrap it up. I'll let you do your read, and we'll say goodnight with Roger Klein and the Peacemakers and uh, our familiar De Niro. Hi, Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has presented College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Brought to you by Verizon, the 5G and 5G Ultra Band for business that America's been waiting for. Bell Ford, the Arizona Ford Giant, the presenting partner of the Sunday Special, Tell our friend Kevin Wood, Ice Time Hockey SW sent you, and let him show you the Belford difference online at bellford.com or at the showroom at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, ultra smooth, Arizona owned. Go to mexicanmoonshine.com and try our original cocktail recipes. Buy summer skates, fall, winter, doesn't matter. Just like keep our drinks cold. Get your personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the Summer Skates banner. Behind the mask and its three valley locations, in line or on ice, we are the place to go for all of your hockey needs. See us at behindthemask.com. Buy OxyPow. Visit our full line of natural cleaning products at oxypow.com. Buy M-Drive, presenting partner of What Drives You. M-Drive in the morning, relax at night, our two-step system for energy, stamina, recovery. By College Bar and Grill in Tempe, by ASU fans, for ASU fans, and by the NCHC. Every game in the pod, on the road, or at home, nchc.tv has you covered. Go to nchc.tv and subscribe. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila's College Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. Available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, the Google Play Store, 
Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. College Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by Roger Klein's Canteon Tequila, is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, as always. Uh, we will say thank you to our guests tonight, Jackson Castor and St. Cloud State University, for uh, having Jackson uh, participate with us tonight live, as we always are, uh, Sunday through Wednesday. Catch all of your live podcasts. We call it the quad pod of hockey. You like that? No. <laughs> The quad pod of hockey because we're on four nights, 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time, in your prime time out here in the West. Uh, it is I know I, I know that. Okay. It is live. <laughs> it is live every Sunday through Wednesday at 9.30 Eastern Time. Hashtag quad pod. 7.30 Mountain Time. Hashtag quad pod of hockey. And but you uh, asked me if I liked it. and <laughs> I know. I know. I you just knew what it. the answer was when you asked. I, I know. I had to stir the pot a little bit. So tomorrow night's Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Stephen Marsh and myself will uh, be on with another guest uh, talking about the crazy world of ACHA hockey. And if you think the NCAA hockey is crazy, Paul, ACHA hockey is a lot crazier. And oh, I'll Stephen bet. and I will try to break it all down for you tomorrow night. And then you and I will be back on Sunday night, College Hockey Southwest Live. We'll be bringing you every update from the week week's action as uh, we talk hockey with you for a full hour. All right, we'll say goodnight with a little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night, everybody.